Good afternoon. It is Saturday, January 21st, 2023. It is Saturday, January 21st, 2023. This is Brigadier Rosa Stokes. And this is striving to keep our democracy intact. Striving to keep our democracy intact. We continue with our series, Keeping the Earth. With a community call, Where Do We Go From Here? Part three and part four. Where do we go from here? Part three and part four. Our moral code, love thy neighbor as thyself. With a world call of world peace. There are no winners in war and the earth is called to world peace. The new year and the holidays have come and gone. We know these things. And in the process of time, there have been some good times. There have been some bad times. There have been some grateful times, some depressing times, some times of celebration, some times of grief, some times of clarity and sometimes of being perplexed and confused with always in every category, decisions to be made. Along with all of this, time is sensitive. A sensitive contemplation, meditation and prayer. And the new officers of government with a new and old majority. Our new governors, new state attorneys, new secretaries of state, new members of election boards, and new mayors, some of who's six to eight months old. Most of all, most of all, an expression that we can describe is one of division in the concept of the Constitution and the rule of law. This is why we are continuing today with our part one, from part one and part two to part three and part four, to emphasize to the leaders of our country our position. This is why we the people must restore and restate where we go from here for clarity, for the social and economic foundation of our country remain intact. So over the next year, we will continue to send you requests that we desire for the growth of, future, for, of the future of our country. In this manner, you will be you will have an, a, know what our objectives are and you will you'll know what our expectations are number one increase 
and child credit taxes exemptions by 30 to 40 percent so that children can get the proper care that they need and parents can afford to go to work and know that their children have proper care so that businesses can help parents by building close daycares closer and having complete de deductions where parents who choose to can stay at home and have their, sal their salary uh, that's coming into the household, 30% of it be deducted along with the other deductions. Children will not lose the financial support that is needed. The child care provider will profit by having a standard rate that, and they get to deduct that 30% at the end of the year along with their other business taxes. Everybody profits. Everybody wins. An example, a family that makes $80,000 a year can deduct 30% of their salary. The taxes they pay are on $50,000. And they have all the other deductions that they have under the 50,000. The provider and the businesses do the same. The government intake is lower, but stable. And the dollars turn around into government and brings down the debt. It does not cast, uh, cost the government anything. This process of credit does not cost the government anything. Instead, it stabilizes the income. $80,000 tax, yes, but now it's $50,000 and good child care. That's what the government offers. Number two, DACA and DREAMers who have met all the requirements of naturalization, of being citizens that are citizens of this country. And all the paperwork should just be completed. We are being dishonest as a country when we know that these children came into the countries with their parents. And we, the country, offered them sanctuary. We put them in our schools. We put them in our communities. The parents went to work. The children have been educated in our schools and colleges. All we have to do is let them do the paperwork. They've met all the criteria that any citizen coming into our country today has met. Some of them seven years or more. Some of them 14 years or more. This is not fair. Naturalize this group of people and then make this the, the standard process for children who come into this country with parents. If they're entered into our schools, and they are, if they're a part of our communities, and they are, then they go through the same process of sanctuary. They become our children. So this should be a standard procedure for any, any child who comes into our country 18 years or over, uh, 18 years and under, under 18. This law is 
done by naturalization. We don't have to have a Congress meeting or anything. We just have to follow the process that we put in place. Again, I emphasize that uh, best immigration offices are in the employment offices of the city, states, and town, city, towns, and in the states so that you can find that person and a good, strong database at the border. We also are encouraged by the work of the president, the vice president, the secretary of state, and hopefully Congress and communities by beginning to, to work with the countries where they're coming from because they don't want to leave home and working with the UN. These are our expectations. Number three, put gun control back on the federal docket. No state should be opening doors to guns without control for children and adults who the state and the federal government do not deem responsible. A, no assault weapons, B, no ghost guns, C, um, no attachments of any kind. D, everyone must have a permit, everyone, that we know, not, that way we know who's responsible and we know who isn't. And E, a digital technological tracking for those who come from prisons who have had gun crimes. This is a responsible behavior. Number four, programs for the homeless. 4A, $15 an hour wage. Number five, programs for insecurity for all programs for food insecurity, no matter who the people are. And we have ushered ahead and the military will take care of the military. Number six, programs for housing. We are recommending purchase for those who are a method of purchasing by renting homes and apartments. Department and uh, rental rates are getting so high. $2,000 is a lot of money, even for the, the highest person that has makes a very good salary. We are recommending to the housing that co-ops be established, that governors and mayors support groups of people who would want to buy buildings, apartment buildings, set, have up, set up their, and restore their own apartments, and set up a co-op. They own the building. That means everyone has an investment. That building is owned by the people that live there. We recommend that co-ops come forward again and that builders consider building more condominiums for ownership. But we highly recommend co-ops for the average everyday person, a group of people who just want to grow. Each one have their own apartments. They, they, they design them with architects and buildings and the build the investments and the profits goes to them and they can deduct them off their taxes every year. Number seven, pay down the debt. In other words, pay, the, pay our credit. Congress, this is your responsibility. We don't want any other answers except we pay our bills. We don't want any debates where you take down our credit ratings. 
And we the people will not accept people who break the law or do not honor the community. We will not forget you doing elections. We want to be governed by the rule of law and the Constitution of the United States. This is where we go from here. To continue to say we go from here in 2023. Number eight, infrastructure built into the people of the government and businesses turn around within our country at least seven to eight times. Sounds like a high goal, but interesting enough, just with child credit, you have the parent, you have the care provider, you have the business, you have the people that work in the businesses. It's already four or five times. So turning around the dollar and having it come back to the government to pay the debt is not impossible. And to remind you of the war in Ukraine, we have said we would support a war. So that the anniversary is 10 to 15 years old. It is not a first year war. They've been at, Russia's been in their country for at least 10 to 15 years. Syria is still intense from that, that war in their country on the Syrian and Turkish border. Many African countries and Pakistan are still suffering from climate change based on things they never did. They are not responsible. The monies that's been directed to them may or may not be enough, but we need to be acknowledging the fact and taking responsibility for what we do. We promised the young people that as they stand, we will stand with them. So we're going to stop here and go on to part two.